Welcome to episode 450 of Salcedo Paranormal, and tonight I am covering paranormal news. As always, you can find all episodes of the show, along with links to social media and other ways to contact me, at the podcast page. And that is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S-A-L-S-I-D-O paranormal.podbean.com. Always happy to hear from you all, whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions, or stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're your own or from others that you trust. Happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them. Thank you all for listening, whether you are here for the live recording streams on Discord, or if you listen to the podcast or YouTube feeds, or if you listen on the Trouble Minds radio network, KUAP Digital Broadcasting. There you can hear replays of two episodes of the show every night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, right before Trouble Minds Radio comes on. I always want to thank uh, Michael Strange, host of Trouble Minds Radio, and Liam Martin, host of the Exile Minds podcast, for producing the show and putting it up on the station. And uh, if you want to support the show, there are some different ways to do that. You can always share the show with others. And uh, also rate and review the podcast on your uh, podcast platform of choice there. Also, I've written some paranormal fiction and nonfiction books you can check out on Amazon. And I have a Patreon page uh, as well. You can support through there. Um, I have four different membership tiers. And uh, signing up for any of those tiers will get you one extra True Paranormal Stories from the Web show every month starting in August, so in a few days here. Um, It should be coming out on the 3rd, so I believe Thursday. And uh, I'll be putting out one of those there every month. And we'll see about more other shows in the future. So um, also, if you just want to make a one-time donation, there are um, a couple different ways to do that. Uh, PayPal and Venmo. Uh, All those links are in every episode description, along with... uh, the podcast page and and Discord. Um, And uh, help is never expected, but always appreciated, uh, especially because there are always expenses for doing these shows. There's the um, equipment that has to be replaced every so often, and then there is uh, research materials that maybe you can't always get for free online. Um, And then also travel expenses. I will be going to the Mid-Michigan Paracon this year, uh, that's at, at uh, the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, November 4th and 5th. And uh, it's a Saturday and Sunday. I'll be staying over, uh, staying overnight on that Saturday. And um, just to uh, sort of cover the event and my experience of it um, through audio and also hopefully uh, talk with anyone there that wants to talk about the paranormal and Maybe get some recordings of that as well and share them on the show when I get back home. So, um, and of course the link to that event is on every episode description as well. So, um, I think that covers everything. Um, let me see here. Yeah, I think it does. So, uh, let me get to the stories here. And, uh, let's see how it goes. Yeah, one of my tools that I was using that I normally use didn't want to work tonight, so I only have like four stories here, but uh, it should be enough.
So uh, this first one is let's see here if I gotta scroll up because there we go. Uh, now these first couple are leftover stories from last week, so um, we'll cover those first. This first one is from DailyEcho.co.uk, and uh, title reads: "Is this uh, is this Jim and former?" Smallpox Hospital Haunted. Of course, right there in the title you have Hospital. I wonder now, too, with, um... I just thought about this. Gyms are sort of these places where many people come and go. Sort of similar to stores or hotels or any number of places like that. So I wonder if, um, maybe that's a whole other type of location that could have paranormal activity. Especially if it's... (laughs) If it's uh has a history as other being the building has a history of being other things before that, uh, especially in the medical realm. So um, there's this uh, paranormal investigator, first name Tony, uh, is also a personal trainer by day, has been uh, investigating the paranormal, according to the summary here, for about fifteen years, and um, so he. Recently investigated this, uh, apparently it's a town name. I'm, I was thinking it was like a company name, but I'm not even sure how you say it. If it, it looks almost like Ghostport, G-O-S-P-O-R-T. Maybe it's Gosport, I'm not sure. Uh, and it's known for paranormal activity at this, this gym that was once this hospital. So, um, let's see here. The hospital is located near a place called Monk's Walk, which is a wooded area, which is also said to have many sightings of apparitions there. Uh, there's, um... Now, apparently, there was a... There were previous visitors uh, that were at the location and must have also heard about this, who had left a Ouija board behind. That might not be the best thing to do. Uh, but, um... Apparently, while recording at 1 a.m., they captured a, a voice on video uh, saying, of course, get out, which happened several times. Uh, could be connected, possibly, to uh, the Ouija board, but also maybe not. You have to think in these places that maybe were hospitals. If there are people there, whether it's a time anomaly, where they're hearing people from a different time, or if it is spirits that are just still there for whatever reason they might those those people might not want anyone else there and maybe that the investigators or people that are there today are without even realizing it sort of bothering those either spirits or people from that other time and it might not just be a automatically an evil thing like you so often hear about in hollywood movies and things like that so um the uh Voices were captured on video, even though the group was completely alone in the building at the time. So it does sound like a lot of voices, sightings in other areas, another area near the building. So sounds like it's um, it's uh, active, possibly, as well as um, again having that uh, Ouija board there. That um, depending on if it was used or not. That could also be stirring up activity, I would think. So, 
interesting story there. And uh, I think I can move on to the next one now. And this is the other one that was left from last week. Uh, this one is uh, from gr uh, grunge.com. Title reads, Why Mark's uh, why Mark Twain's home is said to be haunted. Now, I've heard about this location on different TV shows before. Uh, so, now, Mark Twain, his real name was Sam Samuel Longhorn Clements, uh, was a, basically, he's a famous American author of the 19th century. And, uh, of course, he made, he wrote things such as of uh, the Adventures of Tom Sawyer and the Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. I think those are two that he's maybe most well known for, at least um, from what I've heard. But he has written many other things as well. Um, Twain was known for his humor, and uh, his st works and his stories have become really part of um, U.S., United States history and, and culture, I guess, in a way. Uh, so, there was one, uh, he did write one ghost story, apparently. One notable one, it says in the Trump sum right here. Just called A Ghost Story, which actually um, was a parody of the gothic fiction genre, apparently. And uh, now Twain's home is, uh, was in Hartford, Connecticut. Uh, he lived there with his wife, Olivia Langdon Clemens. And it's become, this location has become a tourist attraction since then. Uh, I think partly just because of the, the fact that it was belonged to Mark Twain. But I'm guessing if there was things going on there, paranormal things going on there, then that would also uh, get people interested in that place because of that as well. So, and it says ghost tours of the home have become increasingly popular due to the reported range of occurrences. Uh, so, and, um, just in the, uh, the shows I've heard about, there have been reports of sightings and voices and all these different things, so, um, so yeah, that's, uh, I don't doubt that's possible, especially, uh, someone that's so creative and has, did so much work, that's a lot of thought and energy going into what he was doing, and, uh, so it's I, I wouldn't be surprised if there was activity there. Uh, even if it's sort of, whether it's spirits or not, it could also just be uh, thought forms of whatever he was working on. I, I believe that's possible. Um, you have that in places, even not, not even places where there's a famous artist or writer there, just places where there's a story or a legend about an apparition there. And then you have people that hear about it and go there for years and years and decades and um, all that energy seems to at least possibly come together and uh, make a version of that apparition that was said to be seen there. Whether it was only seen once before or, or, or it was a mistaken sighting, a misidentification, all that focus on that supposed apparition may make a real apparition. So, um, it's always an amazing concept to me. 
It's it's I I get it, but also I don't get it. If um doesn't really it's it's odd. But um it seems to be the case in a lot of places. Uh where there's the history does not match at least as far as people can find does not match the reports of the paranormal activity in the location. So Moving on to the next story here. Uh, this is one of the two that I found today. Uh, I was running a little behind, so that's why I only have like four stories here. But, um, so this next one is from, uh, let me see here, BoiseStatePublicRadio.org. And title reads, oh, I think I lost the title here. I didn't get the, uh, I didn't uh, copy and paste the title of this one. One moment. And I will get that title. <laughs> so, sorry about that. Uh, I was running out of time today getting this show ready. So, alright. Um, getting to the page now. And, uh, okay, here we go. This uh, article read uh, the title of this article reads, Paranormal Investigators... Search for ghosts at the old Idaho pen. And um, prisons to me, penitentiaries are, are, it's sad in one way to think that there's activity there. Uh, but also it's, it's really amazing how many, just how many of these places seem to have activity. And uh, I don't know if it's because of all the sort of negative emotions and all that energy that builds up there, or if people really do, once they pass there or near there, if they stick around because of their beliefs or... I don't know. It just just does seem like uh, prisons... I mean, we've all heard of Alcatraz. That place is also said to be haunted. Um, but anyway, let me see if we get back to the article here. So, or the summary of the article here. Okay, um, sorry about that. There we go. So this is, um, there's this group that's called Big River Paranormal that will be investigating the old Idaho penitentiary uh, to explore reported paranormal activities. This is, may have already happened, not sure, but either way, that uh, I was like, looking at these articles. This uh, former prison has been known for Cold spots, disembodied voices, and other events such as lights turning on and off and gates opening and closing on their own. That's um, that's always amazing because those things obviously are meant. They're they're not um, normally going to be lightweight or easy to to just open or close with wind or. I mean, unless it's a hurricane going or tornado going going through the place. Um, but anyway, so this investigation, um, it's going to be like a public investigation, so people can go with them. And uh, so this is um, so yeah, they basically they they talk about that that, that there's an event happening here. Um, the location is known for. Activities such as uh, 
Uh, that's already repeating. Oh, objects moving also on their own. And uh, so, yeah, it sounds like an active place. But, um, yeah, these kinds of places, these prisons and jails, so many of them pop up. I don't always cover them in these shows because sometimes these articles get into really dark stories about what happened there. And I don't like to um, sort of dwell on that. But these these places, these places where these prisons and jails um, seem to have uh, activity in them so often. I could probably do a whole show on that topic or more. Same with um, just like hotels or hospitals. Probably could do many, many shows on that one type of location. And it doesn't seem to matter whether it's a, a small jail that has like four rooms and only a couple of cells, or it's a giant building that has is made to house dozens or hundreds of people. There seems to be activity in a lot of locations. So, um, so yeah, just uh, another thing to to think about there. And um, I think I'll move on to the next story here. This one is um, it's from let's see here. The PortugalNews.com. And the title reads, Do You Believe in Ghosts? Now, I like this one because it talks about some places in, excuse me, in Portugal that are thought to be haunted. And um, so I'm just going to go over some of these. Uh, um, actually, apparently it does covers other places uh, around the world. And... Um, but let me see here. Let me get to some of these places. This uh, first one, I'll just say here. Let me see here. Looking for the... Uh, okay, so it doesn't say exactly where these places are at. But um, anyway, so it's in the article that just covers some places. Mentions that people are sort of divided on whether or not they believe in the paranormal. Uh at least according to the writer. And uh, so it says that uh, when the writer asks people about this, some say um, that they believe in paranormal, some will say yes, and then talk about some experience that they've had uh, happen to them and uh, or to someone they know. And others will, of course, say no way, and uh, there are no such things. And it's really amazing how many people you can find um, if you don't mind just asking the question to people, um, that how many people have stories of experiences of their own or people that they trust that they, they can't explain what they're hearing from the other person, but they trust the person and they, they're pretty sure that the other person isn't just making it up. So, um, goes over common responses to paranormal activity, such as shivering, and uh, so it does mention um, Mary King's Close in Edinburgh uh, once, where the writer went to. And there was, uh, apparently there are many streets there. Uh, let me see here. Uh, apparently there was once a, a network of streets running through the city there underground. But they were abandoned when, when um, there was new construction made above. And so these underground areas are apparently full of paranormal activity and uh, the writer mentions the darkness that may uh, 
enhance or lead to being frightened, which um, I can understand in a way. And then the imagination start sort of making things up, which I understand, but also that's not always the case. But um, let's see here. So yeah, just a neat article there talks about these uh, some a few different places. I'm guessing they're in Portugal here. This next couple anyway. Um, this is next one is a Sanitario de Longo. Not sure if I'm saying that right. Apparently, it's an abandoned sanitarium built in the 20th century, and uh, so it's how it used and built it to house TB patients, tuberculosis, I believe. Uh, and hundreds of people who passed away there are said to still haunt the place today. Of course, you hear that in a lot of similar buildings. Uh, even though it's known for being creepy, the place is now... Wow, that's odd. It's uh, The place has allows for um, paintball matches, uh, fights or whatever, games, um, to happen at the location. That's odd. I've never heard of that before, but I mean, that could... Wow. Imagine all that energy from the past, and then you have all this energy from people playing this game, but still trying not to... I don't know, that's odd. But um, next one here is uh, Castanio. I'm not sure. Uh, But anyway, I'm not even going to try to say the rest of these names. Apparently it's a building here. Uh, it's been on sale several times, and it's said that um, a lot of people that think they want to buy the place um, change their minds after visiting. So there's paranormal activity reported there. And uh, let's see here. So um, so yeah, it goes over more other places as well, um, including a spa or resort. And uh, let me see, it was designed around natural spring waters. There you go. So you have water, moving water, energy. And, um, and of course, it being a spawn place for healing. And, uh, but then years later, oh boy, high levels of radium were discovered at the location. So it was closed down. And uh, people, um, Locals in the area think that the the place must is possibly haunted now by the spirits of people that may have passed away there due to that contamination, that radium contamination. So, um, but anyway, there's other places here they mention. The Catacombs of Paris. <clears throat> um, that is one place I would, I, I would be, <clears throat> excuse me, be tempted to visit someday if I could. But, uh, just an interesting look into some places, according to someone um, that is in a different part of the world. And uh, so, and then the last section here, they talk about, um, uh, do you believe in ghosts? The belief in ghosts is a huge controversy, which is sad in a way to me. But, um, but yeah, so I think that covers that. Basically, they talk about different kinds of evidence and where it's enough for some people, but not enough for others. But um, I think that covers everything there. So um, I think that's where I'll leave it. And actually, that's right on time. So uh, yeah, um, I'll be doing an extra episode if you're listening live on the stream tonight in Discord. 
So um, be back in a few minutes for that. But uh, for the rest of you all listening to recordings, I will talk to you all on the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care.